I was baptized in 1988. I was 11. <clears throat> it was in a big baptismal hot tub in the back of my evangelical church in Lewis County. And I had just gotten back from church camp, and I knew that I had a call in my life, and I wanted to make this whole Jesus thing official, so I was baptized. And when I transferred my ordination from my former denomination to the Lutheran Church, they made a big to-do about getting my baptismal records. So I called the church where I grew up to get them, and they told me they didn't have it, that they don't keep them. In that tradition, um, where I was raised, baptism was a very personal declaration of piety, and it was meant to be between the baptized and God. And thankfully, the ELCA still allowed me into the ranks of ordained leaders based on my promise that I was baptized, it just didn't have the form. We in this church typically baptize babies because we believe that baptism is not a public declaration of our love for God, but instead it's a public declaration of God's love for us. That there's nothing that we can do to earn it, but it comes down in unlimited supply. In our tradition, we hold it up so high that to become baptized is to become a member of the church immediately. And it's about endless grace. It's about, about God's love. It's about our belonging in the community. We are baptized in the context of community. In fact, this font that we have is right in the center. If you, if you took the distance between the back, uh, those, those doors with the crosses and the front of the chancel, it should be right in the center, right in the middle of the action, accessible to all. We automatically see this baptism as a sign of belonging because we see these baptismal waters also as connected. It is holy mystery, but it's symbolic of all baptismal waters everywhere. Even those are just a little teensy amount there in that shell. And there's a big amount in that hot tub that I was baptized in. We see all of these waters as miraculously connected in the grace and love of God. So, baptismal fonts in Albuquerque and Oslo, Mexico City and Hong Kong, in this beautiful small font, and in the hot tub ones, all connected in the mystery and love of God. And not only that, but also the River Jordan, where Jesus was baptized. The Salish Sea, and anywhere else that acts as baptismal waters. God's love declared over all. We baptize our babies and anyone else who wants to be reminded that they belong to God no matter what. And we keep copious records. If you have been baptized in this church, believe me, someday if you call and ask for it, we will have it. It is under lock and key, in a safe that is fireproof. Fire, flood, it doesn't matter, earthquake, it will be safe. And not only that, but they are also stored in the cloud, which is the internet, not heaven. <laughs> Your names are already in heaven, don't worry. Our names are on God's heart, whether we like it or not, whether we were baptized or not. Baptism doesn't save us. It is the grace of God that saves us. It's just a reminder of who we are in that grace. And Jesus' life exemplifies how baptism displays this grace. Jesus' baptism was not the first time in Scripture that we see Jesus belonging to God, right? 
<clears throat> the first time we see evidence of Jesus' belonging is when the angel tells Mary that she is going to have a son. And he is going to be the Messiah. And then we see John the Baptist, still in utero, flipping inside of the stomach of his geriatric mother Elizabeth at the very proximity to Jesus, who was gestating in the womb of Mary. And fresh out of our celebrations of Christmas, we vividly remember the angels, the shepherds, the magi, all of whom recognize the child as belonging to God. There's the time he ran away when he was a little boy. While they all went on their trip to the big city and schooled all of the religious leaders in the synagogue, Jesus did not start belonging to God in his baptism. He always did, and so have you. Jesus' baptism wasn't about saving him, but about revealing him. God showed a physical sign of the Holy Spirit, the dove, a, a symbolic sign of God's power to the folk who were gathered for Jesus' baptism. It was done in front of many, his closest friends, his family, so that all could see and be blessed. And as they gathered to baptize him and they were reminded of his belonging to God and his identity, he was miraculously and profoundly revealed. Son of God, full of the Holy Spirit, baptized in water and fire. Baptism is an outward and physical sign of an inward of spirit and spiritual grace. It is not magic, it is mystery, and it is calling out of the true essence of who we are. Just as it revealed Christ for how he, who he truly was to all those gathered that day, it shows us the core of who we are. Children of God, full of the Spirit, baptized in water. And fire. Whether we're 11 days old, 11 months, 11 years, four score and 11, no matter when or where we got baptized, it shows us beloved of God. It reminds us of our miraculous connection to God and our incredible interconnection to the Christian community. And every Sunday, I like to go by on my way up the, up, way up the aisle and put my finger in it and mark myself with a sign of the cross to be reminded that I am not alone. You can do the same when you're on your way up front for communion, to light a candle. We do not come to this place on our own strength. We come here through the grace and love and gift of God. Our Isaiah passage this morning spoke similar words of love and belonging to a community who desperately needed to hear it. They had been exiled from their ancestral home for generations. They were beaten down. They were demoralized. They had been mar marginalized and treated as second-class citizen in the lands they had inhabited as refugees. And God's message to them was beautiful and realistic. He did not say, don't worry, be happy. Turn that frown upside down. I'm about to wave my magic wand and make it so that you never suffer and hurt again. Instead, he said, when you go through the waters, I am with you. And even though it might feel like you're being dragged down and that you're about to lose all hope, I will not forsake you. And when you go through the fire, which you will, 
you will not be consumed because I am with you. I love you. You are mine. Do not fear. There are people in this congregation who were baptized in this church more than 90 years ago. And they would tell you that this life in Jesus is not a cakewalk. They have suffered. They have suffered losses that brought them to their knees. But God has been with them, always. I know this past year, in losing my dad, I've been shocked with the grief that is woven into the fabric of love. The cost of the most amazing things we get to experience as human beings. But my experience of that suffering was also intertwined with God's love and care for me. It was laced with the grace of this Christian community carrying me through, of these baptismal waters that are connected to the River Jordan, to the baptismal waters where I was baptized in Lewis County, to the baptismal waters in Ontario, Oregon, where my dad and his twin were baptized decades ago. I walked through the fire, and I was not consumed. God was with me. It burned, it hurt, it still does. The baptism of Jesus showed us in a big, powerful way who Jesus is. And that matters to us as we walk through the water, as we walk through the fire. And it reminds us who we are as we walk this path with Jesus, beloved of God. And when we see ourselves for that, we can be transformed into the grace that God has shown us. Maybe not constantly. We are still simultaneously sinners and saints. But we can show glimpses of that love and care to others and even to ourselves. We can confess and reconcile and live in the baptismal promise, the best that is within us. And as we walk in the flood and the fire, we can know beyond a shadow of a doubt that God is with us. For we were baptized in water and flame. Amen.